Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording live from our Podstream studios in Times Square. Folks, over the weekend, we recognized the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And over the weekend, and I'm sure for the rest of the month, we will see segments, read articles, videos, documentaries on 9-11, where we were and what has happened. And I want to take today's episode to have my own remembrance, which I'm sure will conjure memories of your own. And to think about how much our world was transformed over the last 20 years, all of the things that have happened that Prior to September 11th, 2001, we would have never thought could happen in this country. We believed prior to 9-11 that our borders, right, our oceans separated us from, quote unquote, the bad people. That it wasn't, you know, for decades, Pearl Harbor being one of the only major attacks that we had ever seen in America. Throughout my entire lifetime, war or acts of war and acts of terror and violence were something that happened someplace else. They didn't happen in the United States. And even though we had our Timothy McVeighs and would have our bombs in 1996 in Atlanta at the Olympics, those were kind of few and far between. To think about this 9-11 20th year anniversary on the backdrop of just having withdrawal from Afghanistan, to think about the 13 troops, military personnel that were killed 
at Kabul, at the airport, the oldest being 23. They were toddlers, and some of them weren't even born when 9-11 happened, and yet they were sent to defend a war that we'd been fighting for 20 years. I think about what life was like before, and 20 years is a long time to kind of remember when we felt safer, when we weren't surveilled, where we watched shows and movies that featured terrorists, but it wasn't anything that we ever experienced in our own day-to-day lives. So I want to bring you back to where I was on September 11th, 2001, and things that I remember bubbling through my mind and kind of excitement that I had for the future And then all of that excitement turning into fear. So September 11th, 2001, a couple of months prior, I had just graduated from college and was so excited. My whole life was in front of me. What would I do? Where would I go? Well, first off, I was going to be setting off on a flight to Europe for the next three months to travel around the world. That was my gift that my parents had given me for graduation, to do so with my best friend. And our flight was to take off on September 13th. That morning, I was in Washington, D.C., and just so folks have context, because I made a joke about this earlier, that... I was at my boyfriend's house. So that just goes to show you how much has changed in 20 years. And in Arlington, Virginia, I started to receive phone calls on what was probably a flip phone at that time. It was early in the morning and I was no longer in college and I was getting ready to leave in but a couple of days to travel for the next three months. So I was sleeping. And the phone kept ringing, kept ringing, and so finally I answered it. And on the other line was my boyfriend at the time. And he said, Danielle, where are you? And I was like, I'm in the apartment in Arlington. And it was like, do you know anybody that works in the World Trade Towers? And I thought to myself, what an odd question to be asking. No, I I, I don't. I don't think so, but both of my parents are working in the city. Why? What's happening? Turn on the TV was the response. So I sit up and I turn on the television and on every station is smoke billowing out of the first tower that was hit. I could not, like the rest of the world, believe my eyes. This is one of the most, if not the most, iconic skylines in the world. And all I could think of in that moment, because this day, like many traumatic days that would soon follow, are kind of, I don't know, etched into my mind. I looked into the towers and I'm thinking to myself, are people there? Are people inside? What's happening? And then, right in front of us, the second plane hit. And then my reaction was, 
oh my God, are there people on that plane? Because the initial thought when we first saw the smoke was that there had been an accident, right? Because planes and helicopters fly around New York City all the time. They're two of major international airports, right? And so it had to have been an accident because it never would have occurred to any of us prior to that time that this was intentional, that it would be that 19 hijackers fit with armor and zip ties would have the ability to hijack an entire fucking plane and crash it into the towers. Well, my eyes didn't leave the television screen except when there was news that there was another plane that had hit, but this time it wasn't in New York, that it was around the corner from where I was at the Pentagon. From the apartment building that I was living in at the time, on the balcony, you could see the smoke billowing up from the Pentagon, which was probably about a mile, two miles away from where I was standing. It was as if in that moment, the entire place, all of Arlington, all of New York, just seemed to stop dead in its tracks. I turned back, went back inside, and feverishly began to call my parents, who, like I said, both were working in the city in Manhattan at that time. And if folks remember, if you were trying to reach people in New York, all you got were busy signals. There was call waiting was not breaking through. So you just kept having to call and call and call. So for an hour or so, which felt like forever at that time, I couldn't get in contact with either of my parents. Finally, I did. And I had called around to my grandparents, to my aunts, to my uncles, to see if they had heard anything from them. Thankfully, my parents were okay. Thankfully, my mother had gotten news while she was commuting to the city about what had just transpired and was able to get on a train and head right back home. The same went for my dad. The fear that was coming from their voices and from my own was palpable as we were on the phone asking each other what was happening. And remember, I just had graduated from college. I'm thinking that the world is my oyster, that I'm getting ready to step out into this brave new space with all of this information and knowledge ready to embark on my great adventure. It's now in hindsight that I realize that my entire life has been from that moment on the, the, the kind of pathway into adulthood has just been littered with traumatic United States events. It would be soon that school shootings would become the norm. It would become normal that our government through the Patriot Act and passed almost unanimously would be the beginning of surveillance on United States citizens, all 
with the idea that if we gave away our liberties, right, then our government would keep us safe. We would never think that 20 years later, you would be using the same tools that were to combat terrorism that put in the wrong hands like that of Donald Trump would be used to surveil those that are fighting for justice or politicians that he just didn't like. Surveillance, it seems, has become our way of life, and we didn't realize that 9-11 was the gateway drug to that, right? To our Orwellian present. The days following 9-11, I can remember first that once I was reunited that later that late afternoon on 9-11 with my boyfriend at the time who ended up having to walk from his job in D.C. all the way back to Arlington because traffic was that bad. People had abandoned their cars. There was just the panic in the air was palpable. When he finally reached back to where we were living at the time, we decided to go out and see what was going on in the streets, right? Empty, completely and totally empty. It was equivalent to what we saw during the shutdown in New York City, where you're seeing these iconic pictures of Times Square and Central Park and Washington Square Park and all of these places just completely empty. That's exactly what it looked like in Arlington, Virginia. Not a person, not a soul was on the street. Everyone was in their house glued to their television, wondering what was going to happen next. Was this the beginning of a larger attack? Now, remember, there were multiple planes that were going around, and one of them was headed squarely towards the White House, but somehow was either shot down or missed or what have you. We would later hear phone calls, last calls of those that were on the planes that hit the towers to their loved ones saying goodbye. For families would forever be changed. Over 3,000 Americans died that day. While it was a time where I would say that I remember the country really coming together and George W. Bush was president and telling us that we were going to get through this together as Americans. I think about that in hindsight and in comparison to going to war with a virus and how Donald Trump could have presented the American people with the same thoughts of unity with the same thoughts of we will get through this traumatic, terrible time, but we will do so together. But of course, we know that he squandered that opportunity. But when George W. Bush said those things, there was something that passed my mind. And it was, I wonder what ethnicity the people are that attacked our country. And that is always a thing. That has always been a thought in my head. Anytime that somebody had ever said anything about a shooting or a robbing or whatever, my fear 
is always that it's going to be a person of color, which means that then an entire community is going to be victimized. Well, that is exactly what happened post 9-11. That once the ethnicities of the terrorists were revealed to be of Middle Eastern descent, to be of the Muslim faith, mind you, there are over a billion Muslims in the world, right? Over a billion people worship Islam. And yet we in this country decided that every single one of those billions of people were in fact terrorists. Muslim Americans were surveilled. They were followed. They were threatened. They were beat up and worse. Now, all of a sudden, we began to fear our neighbors in a way that we never had before. All because of what these 19 hijackers did. That is it for today's Woke AF Daily podcast. To hear more from me, including five full hour-long shows every single week, exclusive guest interviews, and more, support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Woke AF. Power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.